When you believe something without seeing it, it's called faith. Through faith, we can understand that God created the world. We have our memory verse for today. Our memory verse is found in Hebrews 11.3. Now, Hebrews is in the New Testament part of the Bible. And then we find the chapter, which is 11. And then we find the verse, which is 3. Now, we've learned that how we find the verse, the book, the chapter, and the verse, is called the address or the reference of the verse. So the address or reference of our memory verse for today is Hebrews 11.3. Can you say that with me? Hebrews 11.3. That's right. Now, our memory verse says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. It's a little bit longer one today, isn't it? Yes, it is. But this memory verse talks about faith. Through faith, by believing what God says in his word is true. By faith, we what? Well, it says here, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that means God created the world by speaking. He spoke and it happened. He did not have to work. He did not have to get out tools to make things. God spoke and it happened. So through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. We believe it. God says in his word what he did. We believe it. We believe that it's true. And what do we believe? We believe that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That God spoke and it happened. He created the world by speaking. The rest of the verse says, So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. You see, God made the stars, the earth, the sky, but he made them out of nothing. He didn't make them out of things that already existed. God created them. He made them out of nothing. God spoke and it happened. Do you know God the Creator? You can know him through Jesus, his Son, God the Son. He came from heaven to die for your sin. And later on today, you'll have an opportunity to believe in Jesus as your Savior. And if you have already believed in Jesus as your Savior, you can truly worship God. You can praise Him for the wonderful way He created you. And He created everything around you. I have a cat. And I can praise God for creating my cat. I love my cat very much. You can praise God for letting you know Him through Jesus Christ. Let's say our memory verse again. Hebrews eleven three, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hebrews eleven three. I'm going to say it one more time. And if you have a Bible, you can find this verse in your Bible. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Hebrews eleven three. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hebrews 11, 3. So let's remember that memory verse from today. Hebrews eleven three. It reminds us that we believe by faith. We believe that God created the worlds by faith. 
we can believe that God, His Word is true, and what He says in His Word is true. One thing about me is that I love to do puzzles, jigsaw puzzles. I love to do very big jigsaw puzzles, like 2,000, 3,000, or even bigger size than that. But imagine this. Could I do any of those puzzles if I didn't have the puzzle pieces? No, I couldn't. Could I just make puzzle pieces appear and then I could, finish, I could fix the puzzle? No, I couldn't just make them appear. I would have to go to the shop and buy a puzzle. I don't have power to make things just appear. If I didn't have the things, if I didn't have the pieces of the puzzle, I couldn't make it. Only God can create something from nothing. And in the very beginning of the Bible, we find an entire list of things that God made out of nothing. Now, the first book of the Bible is called Genesis. And that means beginnings. Genesis tells us how the world and everything in it began. The very first verse of Genesis says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God is the only one who has no beginning. No one created God. He's always been. He's been there before anything else ever existed. Now, we don't know exactly when God created everything, but we know it was a very long time ago, several thousand years ago. The Bible tells us that God created the heaven and the earth. What did God use to make them? Nothing. Only our all-powerful God could create the world from nothing. Our memory verse today, it reminds us that God wants us to have faith. He wants us to believe what he says about how the world was created. Can we say that memory verse together? Hebrews 11:3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hebrews eleven three. Now at first, the new earth, it was very dark, it was empty, it had no particular shape. God the Spirit moved over the dark and emptiness. But then, God said, let there be light, and instantly the light appeared. God divided the light from the darkness. He called the light day, and he called the darkness to be night. That was the first day of God's creation. God saw that it was good. And because God is perfect, his creation was also perfect. 
But why was God taking such care to create the world exactly as he wanted it to be? Because God was preparing the earth for his most special creation, and that was people. Did you know that you're part of God's special creation? You are. God planned for your life long before you were even born. The Bible says he formed you inside your mother. Even it says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. God designed your body just the way he wanted it to be. Not only did God plan for you long before you were born, he also loves you. In the Bible, God says, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Thee is a word for you. Everlasting means forever, never ending. He loves you with a never ending love. How could God know you? How could he love you even before you're born? That's because God is all knowing. He knows everything. The Bible also says God is holy. He's pure from anything wrong or bad. How amazing it is to think that such a perfect, powerful God loves you and cares about you. You're part of his special creation. God was preparing the earth for his most special creation, and that was people. That's why he took such care to create the world exactly like he wanted it to be. And on the second day, God spoke again, and he formed the sky to divide the water into clouds above from the water below. The whole world became an ocean with a great blanket of clouds above, and that was the second day of creation. So we have two days so far. Do you remember what happened on the first day? God created light. He separated the light from the darkness. And what happened on the second day? God created the clouds. He separated them from the ocean. But then what about the third day? On the third day, God said, let the waters below the sky be gathered together into one place and let dry land appear. And it happened just as God said. God called the land earth and God called the water sea. On that same day, God said, let the earth produce plants and trees containing seeds. And immediately, could you imagine this? Could you imagine how beautiful that would be to be there and to watch this happen? That as soon as God said that, Plants came up, flowers, bushes, trees. Those things appeared. All of these growing things had seeds so that more could grow. And God said they were to produce after their kind. That means that the trees that had uh, oranges, that the seeds that would come from them would produce trees that would bear oranges. The same thing for mangoes. The same thing for bananas. That's what it means when it says that they were to produce after their kind. This was God's perfect plan for his creation. As he looked at all he had created so far, he saw that it was good. So now we have three days. But what happened on the fourth day? On the fourth day, God turned his attention to the skies. He said, let there be lights in the sky to divide the day from the night. Now the sun began to shine on the earth and the moon, it reflected the light of the sun. It shone at night. But could you imagine if you were there seeing God create the sun, the sky, 
the the land, the waters, the light, the trees. It must have been amazing how God created this. And God could create it because he is all powerful. There are more stars and galaxies than anyone could ever count. God placed them exactly where he wanted them. The stars and planets, you know what they do? They move in such an exact path in space that you can even tell time by them. They never spin out of orbit. That, that's the path that they take, their orbit. They never spin out of control. They never crash into each other. Our Earth is placed just perfectly in space. God didn't put it too close to the sun that we would all be burning up. God didn't put it too far that we would all be freezing cold. God cares for you and me. But some people, they don't believe in God. They don't believe in God, the creator. They see the universe just happened. They see that explosions happened or, or different bacteria developed and, and evolved over time. Many people look to the stars or the planets to give them guidance in their life. They say there's no God that you can know and trust. Those people refuse to believe God's word by faith. They want to reason things out in their own minds so they can do without God. God says that such people are fools. And that's not what I'm saying. That's what God's saying. He says that in Psalm 14.1. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. You can find that in Psalm 19.1. An explosion could never cause such things to be in such a perfect order. Our complex and carefully ordered world could only be designed by a wise and all-powerful God. He created these wonders so that people could see them and they can know God, the Creator. But what about you? Do you know God, the Creator? Perhaps you've heard these things from the Bible before, but you don't believe they're true. You refuse to believe they're true. God calls that unbelief to be sin. You may think you're a pretty good person, but when God looks at you, he sees your sin, and sin is going your own way, believing what you want instead of what God wants. The Bible says we have turned everyone to his own way. Everyone's born a sinner. That includes you. Whenever you break God's laws, you sin. Perhaps you've sinned by thinking mean thoughts about someone, or maybe you've made fun of others who believe in God. Because God is perfect, your sin separates you from him. If you die without having your sin forgiven, God says you'll be separated from him forever in a terrible place of punishment. I don't want that for you. God doesn't want that for you either. God wants you to believe his word. God wants you to believe his word is true. It says you're a sinner, but God wants to forgive your sin. So you can enjoy heaven with him someday. You can know God. You can know God the creator. God created all the wonders of our universe so that people could know him. People could know him as the wise and all-powerful creator. As our memory verse says, it's by faith that we believe these things are true. Can we say our memory verse again? Hebrews 11, 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen 
were not made of things which do appear. Hebrews 11.3 God placed the sun, the moon, and the stars in the sky. He established the days, the years, and the seasons. So we've done four days already. But what about the fifth day? On that day, God said, let the waters be filled with swarms of living things and let birds fly in the sky. From nothing, only by his word, God created all of these sea creatures. The little ones like the little, little fish, all the way to the big ones like the big whales or dolphins or manatees or things like that. He created all the different birds too. The little, little hummingbirds up to the big, big birds like harpy eagles and and other types of eagles and vultures and things like this. God not only made all the fish and the birds, but he made them so that they would produce after their kind too. That means that the vultures, well, their babies would be vultures, not hummingbirds. The same for the hummingbirds. Their babies would be hummingbirds, not eagles. What about the fish? The little fish? If it's a lionfish, they would produce lionfish. If it's a manatee, the manatee would produce manatee, not, not a shark. No one on earth can make a, a live fish or a bird from nothing. Only God, the powerful creator, could do that. By the end of the fifth day, the skies and the seas, they were filled with life. All those birds and all those sea creatures. But the sixth day of creation was even more exciting. God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures. God made all of the animals from nothing. He made sheep and horses and pigs and cows and, and dogs and cats. All of these different creatures. He made creeping things like lizards and spiders. And he made monkeys and elephants and lions and tigers and jaguars and all of these different things. God planned that each of them would have produced after their kind, or they would have babies the same like them. Elephants would have baby elephants. They would not produce kittens. Monkeys, they would have baby monkeys, not baby jaguars. They would produce after their kind. When God looked at his newest creation, he saw that it was good. But God had saved his best creation for last. Now he wanted to make something special, something different, something more wonderful than anything else he had created. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. God the Father, God the Son, the Lord Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit were speaking together. God took special care as he formed man from the dust to the ground. Then God breathed into the man the breath of life, and the man became a living person. Imagine that. Wow. He created this man as a perfectly formed grown-up. The Bible says that man was created after God's likeness. That means man is much more than an animal. God thinks and plans and works. Man can also do those three things. Think, plan, and work. God can design and make things that have never been made before. Now, man, you and I people, we can't create something out of nothing like God did. But we can make new things from the things that God has given us. New inventions, things like that. 
And we've seen there's been new inventions or new things that people have made. There is one other important way that man is very different from animals. It's that people, you and I, man, can talk to God. We can know God. We can worship him. The very reason God made man was to love and to worship him. And if you believed in Jesus, you can truly worship God. He's the creator. To worship means to appreciate God's greatness, to tell him how much you love him. Think of all you see outside, and it reminds you of how great the creator is, the way he designed the universe, the way he orders it, the way he made the birds, the fish, the sea in such great variety, the way he changes the different times of the year. Some parts of the year it rains more, some parts it's more dry. All of those things are under God's control. Just think about the way that God made your body. God made your eyes to see. God made your your fingers and your toes to have that sense of touch. God created your skin. What about your hair? How God created your hair? How God created every part of your body, every detail. Have you ever thanked God for all he's done for you? Have you ever told God that you love him? When you think about God's greatness that you see in creation, your heart, it can't help but praise God. The Bible says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Wow, how special that you get to truly know God. You get to worship the creator. The very reason God made man was to love and worship him. It's the most important difference between man and all other creatures. Both man and woman were created in God's image. God blessed them. He put them in charge over the rest of the creation. Everything was perfect, but it wouldn't stay that way. The time would come when the man and woman would choose to disobey him. They would sin. Their sin brought punishment upon the whole world. But many, many years after he created mankind, God in his great love, he did something incredible. He sent his own son to save his disobedient people from sin. Jesus, God the Son, came from heaven to this earth. He created to save you from your sin. He lived here on this earth the way you and I do, but he never sinned. He was perfect. Because he was perfect, he was the only one who could die for your sin. He allowed wicked men to beat him and to put him to death on a cross. As he suffered and died, God punished him in your place. The Bible says the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, or His Son, God's Son, cleanseth us from all sin. 1 John 1, 7. Jesus bled and died on the cross. His death was accepted by God and the full payment. It was the full payment for your forgiveness of your sin. After dying on the cross, Jesus was buried in a tomb. But three days later, He came alive again by God's power. He was seen on earth by many people, and then he went to heaven where he is today. The Lord Jesus, he's the only one who can save you from your sin. And that is how great God's love for you is that God would send his only begotten son, Jesus, to save his disobedient people from their sin. We've learned today that in six days, God created the world and everything in it. And when he was finished... 
God looked at his work and he saw all he had made and he said it was very good. And on the seventh day, God rested from his work. Now God didn't rest because he was tired. He rested because his work was finished and he was satisfied with it. Now we've seen today the story of creation in the Bible and we can find this in Genesis. Now it's a wonderful reminder of God's love and his great power. And when you hear other stories about how people think that the world began, remember what the Bible says. You have a wonderful creator who knows you and who loves you. And if you want to read this story of creation for yourself, you can find it in the Bible in Genesis 1 and read up to about um, chapter 2, a few verses into chapter 2, going about to verse 4 in chapter 2. We've seen today how much God loves us and that he created people so that we can get to know God. God wants you to know him. God loves you so much. He sent Jesus to be your savior. If you are ready to agree with God that you've sinned and you're ready to believe on Jesus who died and rose again for you, you can be saved from your sin's punishment. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus and thou shalt be saved. To believe means to trust completely in Jesus as the only one who can forgive your sin. When you're willing to turn from your sin, believing on him, he will forgive you and he'll take away the punishment you deserve. He'll change you on the inside so that you can live to please him. And one day, he'll take you to heaven to live with him forever. Will you believe on Jesus today? If you want to, you can tell him something as simple as this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died and rose again. I am sorry for my sin. Please forgive my sin. I accept your gift of forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. If you tell him something like that, and you truly mean it, he will forgive your sin. He will save you from your sin's punishment. Well, that's all for this time. Be here next time. Bye. Bye.